Hey, new bloggers, welcome back. I see you just can't get enough. And so we're into actually our last little part of tips for the new blogger. So this is gonna be the last two days. For 11 years, I taught both middle and high school. When I received the amazing opportunity to jump in as an instructional technology specialist last year, I was ecstatic to get to work with teachers at six middle and high schools. Overwhelmingly, their feedback was that they liked when I came to train because I had just left the classroom and thus I understood what they were going through and how to make the technology relevant to real world applications. This month I'm celebrating actually a year and a half as a blogger. On the outside, it would seem like a dumb decision to take advice from someone who's just gotten started. However, I think I'm the perfect one to give advice to those who are just a step behind me and beginning their blogging journeys. The stumbles I've made are fresh in my mind and I'm still so excited enough about the process to pursue new learning all the time. So while this is the third part of my tips for the new blogger series, it may not be the last. Speaking of the series, if you missed part one or part two, they're available right there on SoundCloud or in your podcast app or guess what? On the blog, thebeaminmyeye.com. So check them out. I plan on learning CSS, so I think some behind the scenes might be in order for that down the road. Stay tuned. In the meantime, here are my tips for the new blogger part three. Number one is to stay in your lane. My husband actually inspired this wording for me. We go to a church that was organized 80 odd years ago. We will never be the trendiest church on the block, but by playing to our strengths, we can reach people who are looking for strong content instead of just professional presentation. In blogging, I've learned that staying in my lane means finding my true writing purpose instead of what I thought it might be. When I first came up with the blog idea, I thought that I would like to write pinnable posts that gave tips on all the things I'm interested in and struggling with, like organization, finances, and health. However, I found that my favorite and most authentic posts were written with serious introspection in mind and a Jesus focus. I'm not writing to be pinned, but to share my faith journey. In the spirit of transparency, I wrote a post that I probably wasn't writing for my soul, as well as one where I was, and I've linked to both of those if you go to my blog and read them. Can you tell the difference? It's not that the first one wasn't true, but my best writing has come when I write from the heart. Before you start blogging, create a jot list that shows what you're passionate about, and let that be your lane guide. Don't try to write just what people want to read, but instead write what's in your soul and write it well. That genuineness will be what draws a readership more than pens and sponsored posts ever could. Tomorrow, come back for my last two tips for now on The New Blogger.